Welcome to the J.D. Power Travel Podcast. Um, I'm Michael Taylor. I'm the Managing Director of Travel, Hospitality, and Retail at J.D. Power, and I'm joined by Andrea Stokes, who, by the way, has a cold, so if she sounds a little uh, under the weather there, it's com- completely understandable. Uh, Andrea, if you can respond. Yes, hello. Okay, good. Don't uh, don't strain yourself here. You know we have to have some healthy practice leads around here, and we have a guest uh, this week uh, that we're very happy to have uh, on the podcast, Jamie McGoff, who is the director of research products at the U.S. Travel Association in Washington D.C. So, welcome, Jamie. Hey, everyone. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Jamie, if you could just give us a quick background of you know what USTA does, what its mission is, and then how you fit in in that, and the things that you get involved with. Sure, I'd be happy to. Um, So U.S. Travel Association, we're a trade association um, based in Washington, D.C. Our mission is to increase travel to and within the United States, and we're the only association with that mission. Um, We're a little bit unique in that um, we cover the entire travel industry, um, including lodging companies, car rentals, uh, online travel agencies, airlines, airports, um, other related associations, um, you know, destination marketing organizations, as well as state tourism offices. And so our primary role is related to advocacy. Um, and we really want to facilitate the travel experience to make travel a better experience, to make it seamless and secure. Um, and related to advocacy, we also talk about how essential travel is to the U.S. economy to show how important it is in terms of jobs, um, contributions to um, our trade balance from international travelers, um, contributions to the GDP from traveler spending. So we're always trying to communicate the importance um, and value of travel and tourism to the U.S. economy. Obviously, during COVID, um, it was a very hard hit and still is a hard hit industry, and we're still making strides to recovery. Um, my role in research we su- primarily support public affairs, uh, but we also support the, the entire industry and we work to inform our members, keep them apprised of the current um, situation, whether it's economic, consumer factors and trends, as well as how the travel industry is performing. Um, and we also work closely with um, our government relations team and in helping inform policies. Um, you know, we try to be extremely data-driven Um, to help understand the impacts of um, potential policies and legislation, um, as well as policies that that have been enacted that may be detrimental, Um, understanding the impact of different events and situations like COVID on the travel and tourism industry. Um, We'll work closely with the communications and media team to make sure that, you know, travel's highlighted as an essential industry in the U.S. economy, um, and also kind of the importance of travel um, to the U.S. economy and, and the various sub-segments, whether it's leisure, business, group or transient, as well as international travel. And I also work closely with our marketing and membership teams to help um, inform our membership, um, whether it's through webinars or different events, um, and as well as other communities and committees like our research advisory committee. And I've been in U.S. travel for 10 years as of this past April, and it's been a fun, wild ride, and I'm excited to see what's ahead for 23. Okay, just as a point of clarification, could you define what you mean by transient travel? Transient travel is really 
travel to visit um, clients, customers, suppliers, other stakeholders. Um, it tends to be kind of a smaller meeting to conduct um, business, to develop relationships, to close sales, potentially to um, for logistics and transportation, um, uh, to fix infrastructure, those kind of more um, one-off calls as well. Whereas group business tends to be larger meetings, conferences, trade shows, conventions, et cetera. Okay. All right. Glad to have that clarification. So what is the, what did USTA think of 2022, the year that's just passed? What would you, how would you guys characterize it? Um, so largely it was a positive year. We've seen a lot of growth. Um, I mean, there was really only one way up from, um, the depths of 2020 and 21. Um, you know, I think leisure travel, as I'm sure JD Power has seen as well, has really been the driver of recovery. And even as of um, towards the end of 21, was by far the first segment to fully recover. And there continues to be quite a lot of um, pent up demand. You know, the two segments that continue to struggle and have longer recovery timelines are um, business and international. And, you know, with the start of 21 and Omicron and then some other headwinds that we've been facing along, you know, elevated inflation and gasoline prices, and then particularly around international inbound, um, just unstable economies across the world, as well as the pre-departure testing requirement that wasn't lifted until June. And now we're still facing significant visa processing delays on the international front. So, um, you know, we still have work to do to recover the international um, inbound travel as of the latest October data, um, overseas visitation was still down about 30% from 2019 levels. Whereas I mentioned, leisure has been fully recovered and really continues to drive recovery. And business travel is is nearly there. Um, I think there's still some room to recover there. Um, and I unfortunately, our forecast for 23 for business travel has been downgraded a little bit in light of the economy and a lot of uncertainty for businesses. Is there anything else about 2023 that you guys see as a coming trend? So, I mean, I'm sure everyone's pretty familiar with the economic data, um, and there are a lot of headwinds. Um, I think Oxford Economics, who we partner with quite a bit, um, they are anticipating a mild recession in 2023, largely as a result of elevated inflation, higher interest rates. Um, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty among consumers and business um, business profits will probably be um, downgraded a little bit. Um, but that said, the consumer still remains really strong, particularly higher end consumers that tend to be travelers. There's still quite a bit um, of strong balance sheets among companies. Uh, households are really positioned strongly. There's still about $1.5 trillion left in savings. Um, from the from COVID, um, you know, pent up demand still has not. We have not seen any lessening of pent up demand for leisure travel and even business travel, although more slowly than leisure, continues to build. So unlike other previous recessions, um, you know, we're we feel pretty good about travel heading into next year and is really uniquely positioned to better weather this downturn um, than in the past. So. Even though in the most recent forecast, the 2023 outlook was revised downwards slightly, particularly for international, 
we're expecting a very resilient travel sector across all segments. Okay, and and I know you wouldn't want to talk about uh, what your individual member companies feel about travel and the outlook for travel, but but in general, what are your what is your membership um, expecting in twenty twenty three? Yeah, so we've been taking a look at. Um, all of the earning calls and statements from many of our member companies. And actually, just today, Delta reported that they're now expecting 2023 revenue to nearly double, um, thanks to the robust travel demand. And Delta, as well as other um, travel organizations, including lodging, attractions, rental car companies, have been really largely upbeat about travel demand. Um, you know, they con- continue to see consumers prioritizing experiences, shifting their spending from goods to services, um, particularly travel, um, even despite economic weaknesses ahead. Like I mentioned, household balance um, household balance sheets are still fairly strong, um, even though you know, the savings are, are diminishing. Um, so we're seeing, you know, near-term outlook remains really largely positive. Um, as a result of consumer savings, pent-up demand, and travel just being largely resilient. Um, I think longer term, there's a little bit more uncertainty. And particularly related to business travel, a lot of our member companies are seeing much shorter booking windows. So I think planning and anticipating demand has gotten a little bit more challenging. Mm, That's interesting. So uh, we do know that USDA, you're located there in Washington, D.C., and you do talk to the federal government uh, quite a bit. So what are the priorities for USTA uh, in regards to what they're asking the federal government to do or what they're advocating um, that our lawmakers do in 2023? Well, our top priority right now is related to visitor visa wait times. Um, They're actually averaging a staggering 400 or more days for first-time applicants in some of our largest inbound markets, including Mexico, Brazil, Colombia, and India. And this is really creating a de facto travel ban, uh, deterring potential visitors from um, from wanting to travel to the U.S. Um, we're estimating that we'll lose 7 million potential visitors and 12 billion in potential spending in 2023 alone due to the, due to the excessive wait times. And um, just last week, we launched a the wait, they, sorry, they Wait, We Lose activation that highlights the issues surrounding the excessive visa wait times. And in this effort, we have a website capturing the perspectives of potential visitors, as well as U.S. business owners that are hurt by these excessive visa wait times. And the advocacy effort is featured across social media platforms using the hashtag, they wait, we lose. And then again, related back to the forecast, you know, with business and international travel spending, looking at a 2027 and 2025 time horizon for full recovery, international is not expected to recover to 2025, and business travel is not expected to recover to 2027 um, when taking into into account inflation. We're asking Congress um, in the near term, hopefully before even the end of the year, to address the long visa wait times by enacting a Visitor Visa Wait Time Reduction Act, um, which prioritizes visa processing resources among consulates um, with the highest demand and longest wait times. Um, And then two other things um, we're asking related to business travel to support the Service Worker Economic Stabilization Act. And this bipartisan bill would temporarily remove disincentives in the tax code 
that discourage companies from spending on in-person meetings and business travel. So I think that's getting back to the entertainment tax that um, that was dropped a few years ago. And then lastly, passing the Omnibus Travel and Tourism Act. And this bill includes a bipartisan Visit America Act, which would establish an assistant secretary of travel and tourism at the Department of Commerce. So again, just really kind of elevating travel and tourism to the level of some other industries that do have assistant secretaries and have a specific part person in the administration overseeing and providing strategy for, for the industry. So that's kind of near term what we're looking at or asking Congress to, um, to consider. Well, that's quite a list. So, um, Andrea, if you're able, uh, do you have any questions for our guest, Jamie? I just want to thank you, Jamie, for joining us today. It's uh, very enlightening, everything that USTA is doing. Um, I think a lot of a lot of people aren't aren't aware of how much work USTA does. So thank you. Yeah, that was quite an quite an exhaustive list. Yeah, I got tired just listening to it. So. <laughs> yes, we're busy. We expect more on the horizon as it relates to um, facilitating the travel experience and you know improving seamless and secure travel and again making people want to travel again and get back on the road. And we're all for that at J.D. Power as well. Well, Jamie Mago, thank you very much for being our guest. Jamie Mago of the U.S. Travel Association. And uh, as always, you can always go to our website to find out more about what J.D. Power is doing. Go to J.D. Power, click on business, scroll down uh, until eventually you'll find a list of travel studies. And you can get uh, updates on things that we're doing there and some interesting data as well. So once again, thank you very much for listening. This is Mike Taylor and Andrea Stokes saying, so long. See you on the next podcast. Mm -hmm.